Magnum Nutraceuticals is the official supplement partner of Wellness in the Multiverse. They are the only supplements I trust because everything is done with integrity. Not to mention, the formulas are backed by science and they only use the highest quality ingredients. Whether you're looking for 100% isolate protein powder, your favorite daily vitamin performance pack, or a complete pre-workout, Magnum has it covered. Shop Magnum at magnumsoup.com and use my code JOGANGI to save. All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I'm a lucky guy. I'm a lucky guy because I love fitness. I love comic book. I love heroes. I love all that world. My previous work was in TV, if you did not know that. And my goal was to go in movies. So I, I think I kind of found a way to do that, which is very fun. Now I'm talking with, you know, great people that work and worked in, on epic shows. So today I talked with Peter Hoare who directed, let's just show you will know, obviously. So Doctor Who, huh? yeah, we did an episode on Doctor Who, Daredevil, Iron Fist, The Defenders, and not to forget the upcoming show, The Last of Us, which is about to go up or might have been out for a day or two now. So go check it out. Obviously, listen to the podcast. It was very fun. And somewhere in there, obviously, we had, because it's, it's always in there, we had to talk about Superman. Enjoy. Peter Hoare, thank mm. you for being here. Thank you for accepting my invitation. You are a, I'll call that a prolific director in the world of TVs. Um, so just introduce yourself, what you've worked on, because I do know that a lot of people that are following me here will know those shows for sure. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you very much. I am glad to be here. I, um, so I've been directing since 2002, so 21 years. Um, and I've done a number of things. I basically found my way from job to job to job and, and, and rose various ranks and whatever when I started when a lot of people start directing they do what they can they do what they they have to to, to make a mark to get noticed I ended up doing a lot of um, detective dramas which I'm very grateful for because that you know the bedrock of anyone's career is doing detective dramas but all I wanted to do was the bigger stuff and, and this was 2013-ish 12-13 and so I put my neck on the block and I said look let me let me try and get one of those shows and it started for me the journey into where I am now started with a, a tv program called um Da Vinci's Demons and it was okay. four stars which is an American cable network it's just I don't think it exists right now I think no it's yeah it does out. it does I think it's uh it's now acquired by Disney and it's it's uh you can have yeah. it through Disney I, I, oh right do you yeah because yeah. i know we we used to have the stars app and it's now called lionsgate plus which is everything's a plus yeah but um so anyway i did that show no one's ever seen it but it was amazing because it was shot over here well in wales and it was huge budget for, for the uk american money but you know something like five million dollars an episode which which now is tiny but at the time was very large and we built so many sets we did so many things every episode was prosthetics and violence stunts burning um you know green screen and, and i'd never done any of this before so 
it was a huge opportunity. I loved every second of it. It was basically Leonardo Leonardo da Vinci meets uh, Indiana Jones. So it, you can imagine what type of stories they all were yeah. and swashbuckling and fighting and uh, all of those little inventions that Leonardo made. They, they we recreated them, and he escaped from various things. and And it, it it was amazing, amazing. I met so many great people, and that opened the door. And between then, I did a show called Last Kingdom, which is a Viking uh, saga. That yeah, the which is available uh, on Netflix right now. In Netflix, yeah, yeah. It was at the BBC at first, and then it went off to Netflix. I did the first series of that, first and second. And um, then I... This you, is did, the, you, did, you did all the episodes, or...? No, no I did the last two. The last two episodes of series one. Okay, the cool. first episodes of series two. So you had the uh, you, you had the weight of making sure it, it ends right to start yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As they say, don't fuck it up. So, uh, yeah. I, I, uh, but yeah, so it was big. It was a big couple of episodes. They were two very very separate, different episodes. In episode seven, the king and the the the, the, the warrior Uhtred go off into this completely different world. And we had to build this sort of like watery uh, dwelling, all these houses on stilts and whatever. And they sort of, it's all from the, from history, true stories and stuff, but embellished, obviously. So that was episode seven. Then episode eight was the big battle, uh, which the name of which I've forgotten. My history has eluded me. But so that was, again, a massive learning curve because I had to, I had to shoot a battle in a hill, in a ditch, effectively, in, in Hungary with... Um, quite a decent background like 200 250 but it was supposed to look like thousands and thousands so there was a lot to learn there and i i'm pretty i haven't seen it in a while but i'm pretty proud with what i did and how it turned out and it was not easy um but but anyway i also just reminded remembered about a a scene we had to do at the end of the battle and basically the sun was setting and it was just beautiful and everyone, you know, Uhtred's crying because he's lost all these people and it was just stunning because the glow, the warm sunny glow, it was very, very heroic. Bodies everywhere. And they weren't really dead. Um, but, so that was that. And then, literally on that location, why I bring it up is because on that location I got an email which said, from an American agent, and it said, um, it was four question marks. As if okay. to suggest, how did this happen? How on earth did you did this happen? And then I scroll down, and uh, under that was a, a thing from Netflix saying we would like to offer Peter Hall episode three or four was it? <laughs> four, I think. Episode four, Daredevil season two. Oh, I'm wow. like, this is just crazy. I haven't interviewed. I haven't met anybody for it. How did this happen? And, and they you said were, Pen- you were at the time <laughs> shooting the last episode of. I was shooting. Yes, I was on a, in a field surrounded by um, hundreds of. of so angry. that wasn't even done yet. That wasn't even. No, 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 no. It wasn't. Um, so this was a. Uh, it would have been June, I think, the first week of June, and they wanted me in America shooting, prepping at least in in August. So I didn't have long to turn it all around. I had to leave the edit um, early, but. Anyway, basically, everyone agreed that it would be fine. Well, yeah. But so, so I got this email saying, yes. So I got my I'd never worked so hard to get a visa because obviously being a UK citizen, I had to get a visa mm-hmm. to work over there. It's easier, I guess, when you have the Netflix stamp of he has to come. Uh, here. Uh, yeah. I mean, I had to queue up at, um, at the 
Oh God, what, the embassy had yeah. to do the same thing as everybody else, but yeah. I certainly I didn't have to pay for it, which was good. Um, <laughs> paid for it, but but yeah, it was it was you know we we get this crazy moniker of of a person of extraordinary ability, so you can get a visa based on that, you know, being unique sort of weird thing, and I got it, and I was out there, and and literally that was it. Day one, they picked me up in a van and. We were out scouting locations. I was on the tops of skyscrapers in New York, looking at places where Daredevil could swing in and swing out and whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, this is this is the best thing I've ever done. I mean, it, it was fast. It was very, it, they were based on uh, a traditional, so the shooting schedule was based on a traditional network show so it wasn't a lot of days we had yeah. on paper we had seven days prep and eight days filming for each episode of daredevil and that never happened um because... and do you, do you have to do uh because i know that so, sometimes in the movie they have like primary and secondary team that the one there's one shooting all the special effects and there's one shooting all the story and they merge at the end of it do you do you have to shoot everything or is it mixed up i yeah i mean so it's not yes in the movies they get a lot of units doing a lot of different yeah. things second unit is nothing uh strange in a in a movie of, of a, certainly a marvel movie we didn't officially have that okay. but what we found i was doing a series two they'd already done series one so they knew a lot of stuff about how to make it, it's all smoke and mirrors with that with accounting and tv so basically i had what they said they, they said they're going to give me an eight day schedule and they made loads of jokes about it we know you brits you shoot forever we had, we've got to do this in eight days and i'm like yeah yeah I'm, i'm fine and then my schedule was nine days which i kept saying said oh you said eight it is nine and then after that it went to it sort of went on and on because they do have a second unit capability but it wasn't official so then what i did is i had a half day here and a half day there i think my last day was blowing up a van Uh, not a van, a, a camper, caravan -y sort of thing, and it was blowing that up under a, a, a flyover or uh, a scene, The Punisher. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, a so something, something easy, something easy. Yeah, exactly. It was a lot of setting up. We had about four cameras on it, and, and it took hours to set up. So that was the thing, really. Go and do that on a separate day. Don't affect the schedule with that. Just go and do that, blow it up, then you're done. So that, And I think in total I had about 13 in total days but really if you squash it all together it was probably about 10 11 but certainly more than the eight they told me it would be um but but yeah so what we tended to do the way we got out of some of those scheduling issues would be because daredevil fights as you probably know and fights a lot and he fights, fights a lot. lot and the and the thing with the, that show and daredevil that that happened on the first series is the realism of it mm, it was yeah. very much the show that brought you know a new kind of physical uh way of doing stuff for for yeah. marvel tv at the time it really looked amazing the, there was, was the, those I, i remember this the sequence in the hallway of him beating up a bunch of dudes yeah. and and still having to manage how he sees or mostly hears so so there's there's a lot of it so i guess that you know the well fitness hat aspect of it might have come into play and definitely 
I mean, I was very jealous of Charlie. Charlie Cox is a wonderful human being and a wonderful actor, but and he's so dedicated to that role. He wanted to do every single stunt himself, and he had a, a, a an ally and a confidant and a friend in, um, I want to keep calling him Ninja Brewski because that's his uh, Instagram handle, Chris Brewster, Chris Brewster. So he was the double for, for Charlie. And Chris's acrobatic physical competence is um, amazing. I mean, just stunning. And actually, I know it sounds like, uh, you know, everyone's throwing themselves around doing parkour these days. They always seem to be. Um but when I saw Chris doing it, I felt like I was seeing something I hadn't seen before very much. And he would just use his body. His center of gravity was incredible. Anyway, Chris Chris was a was a really great uh, stuntman. And Charlie wanted to do as many things as he could himself. So you had this battle sometimes between yeah. them. About yeah. who was going to... Because it's a fully masked role. Yeah. So well, but then, but then you kind of have to go with what does look... What looks better? Oh, what yeah. makes more sense in the? Who can do but, it better? I mean, he's very yeah. physical as well. He, he looks great. He looks the part, and and yeah. I'm pretty sure he can move quite. But I do, I do think that one of the reasons why you you as a viewer will pick up on Daredevil being better than others is because Charlie's a great actor. So if Charlie's doing it and taking a punch and reacting, obviously they're not really hitting him, but yeah. he's he's working in the choreography to take the punch. And even if you see this much of him. He's no. He knows how to sell it. He knows how to sell it well, and he knows how you will subtly and subconsciously go. That's him. That's actually there. That's the guy. And that you know? hit. <laughs> and that's what. And he got hit. And I think yeah. that's why a lot of people love Daredevil. They love the interpretation of Daredevil. The help, probably the reason it's coming back is because it's. It's. Uh, I know he has superhero abilities because he's blind and he, but yet he can see, but he's still a human being and he's taking a punch and it hurts. And in the evenings, oh, yeah. he goes and he re-sews his skin back together again and yeah. whatever, hobbles around. That yeah. And that's why people love Batman. And he, use, he uses his, his environment a lot in those yes. fight sequences. So, in I mean, in directing it, how did... How did that affect, you know, the way you shoot things in terms of he ha we have to see him perform that physical aspect, but then he's going to use the wall and throw something yes. across the room and then land here and here. It just, yeah, that's also a part that's crazy about Daredevil. I mean, I mean, that's the other thing about this, the schedule, because it was so fast uh, to do. We'd have a week's worth of meetings effectively, and we'd always hit the ground running the script the script wasn't really debated. So you got you got it and you made it work. And there'd be a moment. And, and Marvel were, were, so there were two things going on. There was the company making it, the sort of production company, and there was Marvel. And they were two different companies. So the company making it were like, we have to get it done. It has to cost the money that we've got for it. It cannot be anymore. But Marvel would say, yeah, but it's Marvel. So yeah. make sure that the, the fighting and the stunts and the spectacle is the top the best it can be um and we'll we'll give you everything you need to do that and i think that they, they take the same approach on the movies really because not every movie director who does one of their movies has done any uh you know particularly big fight sequences or or screen screen work but they have such an army of people so basically i uh yeah going back to an earlier point how do we manage to shoot it all i would shoot the, the predominantly the bit with the the acting mm -hmm. i would set it all up i'd throw the few first few punches and do maybe not wider versions of it because they didn't really sell always you, you, 
But anyway, I, I would set the whole thing up in motion and then we'd call a, call a halt. I would go off to another location, but we would leave the crew and the kit there with our stunt coordinator. Okay. And he would continue to film it. And that's how we got more out of it. Um, obviously, that then meant Charlie had to leave. He had no So choice. basically, you got mostly a previs and then you were like, that's what you need to do. Bye. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we prevised a bit. Occasionally, we just storyboarded because previsiting was, was time consuming. Yeah. Um, but... But yeah, and, and in terms of using the environment, um, sometimes the stunt is is created by the writer or the writing. And it's like, I want you to, I've written it here because I want you to do this. I It's like, I was hoping to make a movie uh, right at, at this point now. There was this, I'm trying to create inside like a, a tiny little, cor uh, like a cubicle, a closet, uh, like eight foot by eight foot, because I wanted to create a, an environment where you couldn't easily get away from a punch because there's nowhere to go. Yeah. So how would you get out of that? What would you use? You're in like a, a, a janitor's closet or something. And, and, you know, and then, but plus the other person is an alien, so they can go on the roof and the ceiling. So uh, that was, that was all inspired by my time at, uh, at Daredevil because that's how it was. And it was that all that was inspired by that corridor sequence that you mm -hmm. mentioned because that was season one's like breakout moment that yeah. that went viral the internet went crazy over yeah. it and they loved it so every every director wanted to do a, a, a you know a sequence that involves something like that we were all trying to outdo each other um but then it's a good thing right it's it yeah it, it always brings up the the sequences the the action uh and yeah and and also in that season, if I'm not mistaken, we start seeing Punisher, I believe. Uh, so yes. that's who has a totally different approach to action. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you yes. have to deal with him? I don't remember the exact. Yeah, no. So basically, my first episode was um, it wasn't the first time we'd seen the Punisher. Uh, he had been present from afar. He'd been shooting things up from afar and you saw this shadowy figure. And in my mm -hmm. episode, I think it was the second, but uh, as in the second time we had talked, but in my episode, there was a massive, uh, a massive lot of information that came from him. We met him. We were cornered with him. He was, there's a huge scene at the end of the episode in a, uh, in a graveyard and Daredevil yeah. and he are speaking. And this is Punisher Unmasked. He's telling his story. He's explaining who he is, where he came from. Seven page scene. We shot it in the, you know, till five in the morning. And it, that was also the time I got a, a hand on my shoulder by the then head of everything at Marvel TV who said, Peter, we really want you to stay. And I'm like, oh, great. I loved it. I'm doing, I'm having a great time. I'd love to stay. No, I mean, like, knock her home, stay and carry <laughs> on. <laughs> like, uh, keep going. So, in the end of, yeah, yeah. Well, I think they would have, if I had lived in New York, I could have easily done more, but, um, but anyway, yeah. So, so, and in the sequence, in the sequence in that episode, there was a massive sort of shootout and firing and whatever in a tunnel and then an underground bunker. There was a sort of torture sequence and that would, that was really tricky because again, you can get a lot of, uh, a lot of people with a lot of opinions. Charlie's, very opinionated and i say that with absolute love because everything he does everything he says and everything he does is always to make it better but you've got to sort of start unpicking all of that and go okay 
right, I get you. Yeah, that would be a good way to punch him or a good way to dodge or whatever. And that's what but like then I'm say, stuck with the well setup yeah. that I have, the camera that I have, the yeah. Well, yeah, if you want to go over there and grab that thing, which has been built into the set mm -hmm. and it doesn't move, then I need to make it move. And and all of these things can be possible, of course. But, you know, and, and so it can unravel slightly, which is uh, tricky to maneuver. And John Bernthal, same thing. You know, he was totally committed to the character. He had just started discovering it. So he was finding things along the way about how he wanted to play uh, the Punisher. So, um that you have to you have to work with all of that, and I think that yeah. that scene underground in that bunker that did wait took way too long. Not too long, sounds judgmental, but it, it took longer than we wanted it to take. Yeah. And I think it went over to the next day, and everyone was pointing fingers at me and going, "You're going to get this finished. You're going to get this figure." And we did, but they still asked me back anyway. So, uh, but yeah, you know, and fitness. You also mentioned fitness. Charlie was stunningly fit. And yeah. he, you know, the character is, um, I'm going to get my, my backstory mixed up, but I think the character, well, it's a bo there's a boxing gym. I don't think it, he trains yeah. as a boxer, partly. He, 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 he does before he loses his side, because I, uh, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, it's, it's his dad that was, you know. That's right. Boxer. So his dad owns and the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he, he does that, but also, you know, the the in, in the physical aspect of it which which is cool to see in that movie is him jumping around stuff which is a lot of calisthenic work you know yes. pull-ups push-ups you know those kind of those yes. kind of work that will lead you to to gymnastic a lot that will lead yeah. you to 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 get to that physique but he's also not overly bulky because that wouldn't have made any sense in no, in his no. I mean, so, you've yeah. got to you've got to have fast. You know, I, I, one thing I learned from from uh, fitness once: fast twitch fibers. Yep. You know, you've got to be able to move very quickly because you are. Firstly, he's hypersensitive. He's not a spider. That's Spider Man. Yep. Yep. But he can. He's aware of things coming towards him, so he always has to react very quickly. Yeah. So you see that in the. Uh, did you see the uh, the most recent Spider Man? uh the yes i did yes he, he's in there and he's catching something that comes oh, out gosh, of it, i think yes. it's a brick that comes from the window Someone and he's just like catching window. it yeah. and he's he's yeah. blind and yeah Spider-Man's looking at him like what's going on <laughs> i mean it's a lovely it's a funny scene i had no idea that was coming um and i'd just seen him i you know i haven't he, he lives in connecticut with his uh wife i think or girlfriend certainly and I did a Zoom with her for another job thing and his head comes into the screen yeah. and he goes, oh, hi, how are you doing and everything? And and he wouldn't tell me anything about what he was doing. No, he, he <laughs> couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't say a word. And I think as well, he probably knew that Disney were planning to bring Daredevil back. So, but couldn't tell me that either, um, which is good. I mean, he's, I don't know how fit he's going to get again, because as we all know, you get older and there's only a few knocks you can take with each passing year yeah but, um, but he really harder and harder but mm. i mean you you still have all the the marvel machine behind you helping you Definitely. achieve yeah. it so that's that also helps it's not it's not the casual gym no. as you and i that that gets to to do that but and he's yeah. not that old i mean i don't want to paint this picture that charlie's past it because he's no. not i don't even think he's hit 40 yet he no, may have I only he might 40. be his in 30s or late 30s early 40s yeah 
as more than capable of getting fit again yeah um uh so so yeah i mean i don't know who who else will be working alongside him whether the team will come with him uh but i've noticed that uh, chris brewster now is is uh he's still working he's he's uh coordinating now he was just a a stuntman at that point but he has turned not as they turned into but he's just jacked his body yeah. is just solid and it was pretty uh phenomenal then he looked great but he was much leaner he was yeah. you know and and i and charlie they, they were both pretty solid muscle you know but um but they used it and and you know it it's very quick very high intense work workout movement they do a lot of training Mm-hmm. the training takes it out of them as well and of course charlie had to go train then go and act then go train again then come and yeah. act and and we were mostly shooting night because it's daredevil so everything's mm-hmm. at night so he he really worked hard he was phenomenal i can't can't speak highly enough of him because the success of that show and literally why i think people took to it so well yeah and it's also why we got you know uh well the defenders and and yeah. iron fist and and you yeah. know uh, jessica jones and and all those different shows it came out of you know yeah that one and you got into the defenders right i guess it came out of I did. doing Daredevil. Yes. so i in i said my i didn't do all of them uh they tried but i couldn't <laughs> do all of them i did a, an iron fist which was the next thing i'd done i did okay um and i did one episode of that which was great i mean i enjoyed it there was a huge set piece of a fight at night again um is it is it is it one where he gets to discover his power is it before that it's late actually it's like episode 11 oh Um, so he he knows all about it yeah we all know all about it he he i'm trying to think there's a fantastic sort of bad guy called i want he's not called banquo but he's called bang bang something I and he him. he's played by um, uh, Ramirez. Oh no! All oh, my names have gone, but you can you can find this. I didn't do a narrative over this bit. <laughs> oh yeah, this is who he's talking about. But but the problem with that show was that and there there was a lot of problems in how you know that was the character, right? The character yeah. of Iron Fist is this rich white kid who. trains to be the master um, martial artist with these um, monks that live in a different, you know, different regime, uh, different uh, world, different universe. So they're through a portal and all of this. And it's like, okay, that's pretty crazy stuff. But in our world back now, well, back then as 2017, 18, whatever it was, you know, to do that was perhaps a little bit misguided because I think they're, you know, in the in the in the shortcomings of yes you know it's like there are a lot of problems and also the actor who i again adored but it wasn't his shtick he wasn't like charlie he did get fit and he did take part but he couldn't do the sort of martial art work that the others the stunt double was doing is no way of course he couldn't you know you'd be working your whole life to get as good at that Mm -hmm. and you know so again it was there were a lot of missteps really on the show it, it it didn't really quite find its way but i love doing it i've met some great people uh you know doing it i had a wonderful time it was august in new york and which you know is incredibly hot never known heat like it because i'm <laughs> in england it never gets hot so 
so but yeah so that was that and i did have a big set piece and loads of notes coming in from netflix i felt felt for the guys because they were always second guessing themselves about what it was netflix wanted and it was tricky but yeah from all of that we got to defenders and uh and then i managed to meet and work with one of my idols um sigourney weaver so i can die happy that <laughs> she she walked or she she crossed the room at one point and i was watching her come towards me and i was thinking oh my god that's sigourney weaver and then i thought why is she walking towards me uh, oh shit yeah i'm the director okay yeah right <laughs> hi sigourney yes let's talk about the scene and um she's just just phenomenal honestly i was in awe but so i did one episode of defenders and going back to stunts again because obviously that's where the physical stuff happens i had to do a scene at the end of episode three where um iron fist has gone to confront this shadowy organization led by sigourney weaver and basically she says these are all my henchmen and if you want to get to me you've got to get past them she walks away and then a massive fight ensues and we had like a week to shoot it uh also involved the other three defenders arriving and it was the first time we'd seen all four of them together and there was a corridor so it was like great we can do a corridor thing and one of the things that happened on that was that for a TV show, it was pretty uh, liber liber liberating because I we I'd already planned these moves with the Steadicam and like real sweeping moves so that we were going down the corridor, sweeping past the actor as they punched forward, and then the camera would spin round and go the other way and like that. I'd planned about four of them, and then the DP said that was really fun. Should we do more of that? In fact, should we do it all like that? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, and he went, the thing is, we're going to need to fly some of these walls out so that they can put their wires in because two of the stars needed wires to do their thing. Mm -hmm. Two of them didn't, but two of them did. And um, and Electra, if you remember Electra, she was also in it in this sequence. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I you forgot know. about it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we had we had her coming to get them. So basically... There was the, the henchmen, and they were all being fought and killed or knocked out or whatever. And then, yeah, and then Electra comes in, and then it becomes a one-on-one -on -one with Electra and Daredevil, and they end up in this tiny little room on the side where they kick the crap out of each other. And then I do remember that. Yes, so I did all of that, and it was just joy, honestly. And that team of of stuntmen, I, I follow a lot of them now, still on instagram and watch what they're up to and they're just checking that they're still alive because they get <laughs> pummeled um but they were i i honestly felt so good because we we expanded to 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 do it better and they could feel it and the, what that's what they do for a living they 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 don't mind if they take a punch because that's what they do for a living they want it to look good they want to work the best they can they want to push themselves and they don't always feel like they are. And certainly yeah. in TV, some directors can can go, no, 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 I don't want it. I just want this. I just want that. I just want to do that. And it can become very mechanical. And I did take a risk, obviously, because I may have it may have gone horribly wrong, but we just went with it. And they I've never known so many people keep coming up to me and go, oh, we love working with you. We've had the best time we've done, you know, and they've got blood all coming over, you know, but it's like, <laughs> they, they were phenomenal. And I'm really proud of that whole sequence um, because it was all done in time and, um, and it just looked great. And it ends with a 
the, the iconic moment of them all getting into the elevator and the doors closing as you see them all for yep. the first time in a line. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's um, all it, it, every everywhere is, is just like yeah, blood and and fire, trashed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Smashed glass everywhere. Yeah. Um, so so that 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 was defenders, and um, you know that's four again four different actors doing four different things um and their doubles were you know again some of the finest specimens you can imagine doing incredible incredible stuff and again each actor comes at it differently charlie wants to do as much as possible mm -hmm. i know jessica wasn't bothered uh she uh um no sorry not jessica jessica jones that's her character name because yeah. Kristen Kristen ritter was was like leave me out of this i'm fine I, I, you go you go and take the punches and whatever um and mike big mike who was um uh oh god cage cage thank you luke cage he he was funny because he well not funny i mean he was he was huge and yeah. strong but i think he almost was sort of like less he's more ungainly he was like six three or four or something. And I think because he's an actor, not a stuntman, I think he, he was worried about a lot of, you know, he did a number of things because he was very strong. But his double was, again, amazing, phenomenal. And I think flexibility is something you don't, uh, perhaps we don't prize enough because... Oh, no, yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, and yeah. watch what these guys do. And they're obviously, they're athletes, so they... They, they warm up and they stretch and all the rest mm -hmm. of it. Well, but, they're going to fall. So you not, you need to know that yeah. you're not going to break anything. And you need to be nimble and flexible yeah. enough to fall and, you know, not pull a muscle. Definitely. Because they, they, well, I mean, in the world of you and I, tomorrow I'm limping, eh, you know, yeah. I'll be yeah. fine. But them, it's it's what you do, right? So they're going to work tomorrow. <laughs> their their body is their job, so they've got to yeah. they've got to look after it. But I just think I think it, it's a wider thing. It's like you know, and their energy levels were off the scale, and they were they were so every minute of every day ready to do whatever was needed, and 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 physically, it was just a joy to watch that sort of the perfect human <laughs> being doing that. You know, because we don't always we don't use our bodies the way we use our minds. A lot of the time and and i'm not saying obviously you can't go to work in a normal job nine to five and then start leaping over tables just to get your energy levels up but it just made me realize that it there's a lot there's an imbalance going on and and i i became very aware of how and this is 10 years ago and i'm a lot more nimble then than i am now but just aware of what i could and couldn't do yeah. i'd sometimes act out because it's fun and i'd pretend to fall over the table or whatever and say no <laughs> And then, then they'd all be reaching, going, "No, no, stop! We're well, we careful." <laughs> um, but, but yeah, you know, and 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 obviously, you see it with some actors. The, the yeah. actors look great physically; they look amazing on screen. But but the bodies can't do the same thing, so they have to get doubled. So, um, I think we could all learn something from that. Protecting ourselves for the future, protecting our yeah. back more than anything. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, obviously. obviously. There's there, there's a lot in there for sure. Yeah. Um what brought you to well I mean yeah there's there's the upbringing and the hey here's the opportunity of doing it that yeah sure fine. But I guess you already loved and liked these world and those shows what brought you to to these kind of stuff first? 
Because uh, you could yes, have, you could have said no. You could have said like, oh, I'm, I prefer romantic comedies. I could have, yes. So, I mean, I, I mentioned in a, when we chatted before this started, I, I'm a big fan of a TV show called Doctor Who, which it still exists, 60 years yeah. old this year. And how many oh, doctors? There have been, there are 15 doctors. 15, there you go. Technically 15 now, because two of them exist at the same time, but I can't yeah. go into because that's a trade secret. So um, anyway, I I loved it the first time around. So I, I'm just showing my age. I loved it when I was a geek kid in the 80s. Well, seven, late 70s and 80s. And um, I, I think that's what started everything off, really. I was never a big comic book fan. Uh, that, that that's not to say I didn't appreciate them. I was a huge Superman fan. Yeah, I loved the original Superman with Christopher Reeve from seventy uh, whatever eight, I think it is. I still do. I still love that version. I think that it's the best. I think yeah. a lot of people think it's a bit silly and camp, but that really is the latter films. I think the first one, yeah, nails it. Um, yeah. There's a lot to be said about. I think it's the best Lois Lane. I think her attitude is amazing and this is back in 78 when mm -hmm. women didn't behave like that and screen particularly in those sort of things and but but christopher reeve's performance is just so beautiful and pain and and like he's an alien right he's a, yeah. he, he's an alien and there are certain things he, he does about when he watches us ruining our lives or doing the wrong thing or making like grandiose statements or, or putting ourselves at risk and he's like wow human beings are incredible same as a, a doctor who is exactly the same doctor who loves earthlings because they do the most crazy shit um in the name of either love or power or you know whatever yeah we're capable of so much and i feel like that was like a, a burden in the latter it became like a heavy dark burden in in the cavill uh, era i've got nothing against him but i just felt like the super there was no lightness of touch. it's it yeah it was it was very different in that sense of for sure that the good the good thing about superman is that he yeah he doesn't he doesn't see the world the way most of us do because he can do all these things and now he has like new yeah. powers and so so he's getting crazier and crazier by the day and he can't it beat him or kill but he sees you know all these humans doing these things batman for example um and and he always i mean he's gonna stop for everything right that's that's the draw of yeah i mean which, which which is what we didn't see and i i and i credit that to you obviously um the sense of Zack Snyder going in a different direction, but we didn't see, you know, we, we saw him fight in the big city with a lot of people and trashing the city. That's not what he would do. He, no. he knows better. He knows better yeah. than to, to, to do that because there's a lot of people at risk. So he would have gone yeah. somewhere else, not bashing faces and explosions. You know, he would I, go I somewhere. It's a classic example of like Batman versus Superman written down on a piece of paper on a desk in Hollywood looks phenomenal. Yeah. It, everyone's going to go, wow, yeah, tell me more. Unfortunately, that was it. There was no more to it. It was just a great title. So, um, but, you know, with I, not that I know anything about this, by the way, but we are going in a new direction. Uh, James Gunn is taking over and he's currently rewriting Superman. So if he's watching or le listening to this. I, I hope he is. If he is, hey. <laughs> 
what's up? Uh, and he wants me to take it on. I I have I have a lot of ideas about Superman, but particularly because Superman was created in 1938. Yeah, 78 and, years now. Yeah, and it was an antidote to fascism. That was the reason. The fascism that was going on in, in Europe, the Nazis, rise of the Nazis and all of that, the, the, this Jewish comic book writer was like, I don't know what I can do. It feels like it's out of control, but I know what I can do. I know what I can do. I can tell stories and I can create people that I would want to fight my corner. And, you know, all of those things that Superman stands for is is being eroded. You know, yeah. everything in America right now with the rise of the hard right, far right, it's all, I mean, super, Superman would be crying daily. Now, I don't want a film like that, but I'd be like, I still feel like we, we have an era where we need Superman. We really yeah. need. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I do hope, I hope there has, that we get some of the James Gunn's. I hope so. I think they want to yeah. go, they want to go younger Superman. Yes. Uh, I do hope they go, you know, more, you know, morals. Yeah. Superman. Yeah. Uh, for sure. And, because I heard about, you know, her two uh, direction, which her two in the comic is more dark again and more, which is, I mean, DC part of everything is darker, which I yeah. don't hate, but I, I like it. It's just, it doesn't fit as much for a Superman. Um, no. I mean, I love, I love the, the, the spectacle and the unrecoverable version of it because of the size, um, the physical aspect of it, the the, the action, the fight yeah. sequences. Even though for me it didn't make sense that he would fight in a city, I, I was like, I I just see Superman yeah. punch someone full speed midair. That's fun, you know. But also, if Superman punched you at full speed in midair, there would be very little left of you, um, <laughs> and that's why, in a way. Superman had to fight someone like um, Zod, yeah, in, in, because they were equals of sorts, yep. and so he could fight. They, but then that fight became about what? Because they're two equals, and two people who are equal tend not to fight because it doesn't go anywhere. Normally, people who fight, one of them's stronger and one of them's weaker. It's called bullying, and it's it's everywhere. And so, <laughs> you know, if you're stronger than everyone else. You don't fight if you're a hero. You stop. Yeah. The biggest power Superman has is to withdraw his power. Yeah. take it away from us yeah it's why gandalf is missing from most of the lord of the rings books because he's a wizard and if he comes if he was there the whole time he would just go i'll oh, get rid of that dragon <laughs> gone dead dead <laughs> superman has that superman yeah. is a phenomenally powerful being and as a result of that what we have to delve into is how he interacts with the humanity with humanity and goes this place is screwed up, but I love it. Why do I love it? And it's exactly how I feel about America. America is so screwed up, but I I adore it. I yeah. love people. I love living, that being there, working there. I love Hollywood. I love the movies, TV, but the everything else is screwed. And so yeah. I feel like there's a story there for Superman to fix. It's, it's, it's a good. It's a good. It's a good time to to have it for sure. That's yeah. 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 And 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 maybe. A good moment to get out of the greediness of what they are doing that most most people seem to not love enjoy i don't mind yeah. it uh, i i know that batman's greedy in in it's dark and it's it has to be you know the person yeah he's like that but but yeah when it comes to you know 
it's so true i batman the batman i was very prepared to not enjoy and yeah. I, I loved it oh I yeah loved it. I, I do love I, I do love the mix of a lot a lot of uh style in it yeah. there's there's a beautiful sequence on the uh uh I mean, it's on the highway, I think, and, and the car flips over and, and the camera's just, you know, uh, flipped yes. over as oh, well. God. Oh, my God, it's beautiful. And, and it's, it's, beautiful. It's, it's, very, it's very Western. And yeah. you, 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 almost, you also hear those little clingy thing of the yeah. Western. It's very, yeah, it was beautiful. It, it's, it's film noir, which, which is, of course, a great place to go for a story like that. Film noir has told us everything we need to know about about shadowy characters and, yeah. and how to show them on screen. But also, it's like it's it, it, it owes a lot to the film Seven, which is another great movie and one of yeah, my yeah, yeah. So if, if I was to sit at a table in Hollywood and say, "Here's my pitch: Batman plus the film Seven, then yeah, good, give me that. I want to know what's in the box. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just it's it's a wonderful idea, and and he did a great job I'd wa I've watched it already I think three times I and mean, that's my go-to if I can watch a film yeah that much um, yeah and it's very much like also younger version of Batman that he he screwed up a lot yeah he falls yeah, yeah. you know yeah. he's not he's not as physical he's not as big he's not as lean he's not as powerful he's just like figuring well, it, it out great. more detective exactly what's great about that of a younger maybe this is what they'll do with Superman but what's great about being younger as Batman is that he has choices and every choice he makes will take him further down a different, a certain road. Yeah. And we all know those roads. We all, we've seen the other Batmans. We know how that can go, even though they're not the same or they are the same, but they're not the same. So as a kid, sort of as a kid, he's, it's really vulnerable to see him thinking, oh, if I do this, then the ramifications of that. And now look how I feel and I've changed. And, and I think following that journey with him is phenomenal it's very smart it's very very smart and maybe but superman's an alien let's not forget that superman's an yeah. alien and um i think too many times that's it's 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 important that he's not from our planet so yeah anyway. yeah no it's uh that's that that's very true i can talk about superman forever <laughs> so <laughs> well look i mean you know they're gonna need it they're gonna be needing a new stunt double so you know and i think i mean i can i can fall I don't know if I can do backflip, but I can sure fall. Throw me out the window. I'm sure I can yeah. fall on something. I don't mind doing that. Yeah, um, the biggest biggest requirement is filling the suit, and I think you'll manage that. That's, so. That that would be awesome. <laughs> also, if they just need someone in the background dying, I can do that as well, as long as I'm in a sequence where I see Superman. I'll be good yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. They might come to Montreal and film it. Or yeah, that's, that, that's true. Cuba it's or... It's always yeah, it's always yeah. a possibility, but you have a you have an upcoming project. Well, that you told me you shot a while ago, but it's uh, which I'm excited about. It looks amazing. Which is uh, the Last of Us, right? Yes, yes. So I shot uh, one episode of the season, which is nine episodes long. That uh, we we shot it in summer of twenty one. So it's been a long time coming. It was a huge shoot for everyone for them. Uh, 200 days to shoot what was actually 10 episodes it's now been re-edited into, into nine so some of them are feature length specials in, in a way um and my episode episode three is uh obviously i can't say as much because it hasn't come out but it, it does take a departure it, it doesn't uh change characters it includes characters that are part of the game yeah but it does go in a slightly different, different, uh, different uh, 
uh, direction with them because um well because it's a tv show it's not a game in a game there are certain important things that you have to to do it's it's interactive it's about game play you have to put that the player in the front and center of the game yep. controlling the actions killing maiming shooting winning whatever because otherwise it's not a game right this is a tv drama so you you have to do it completely differently and if it were just all of those things if it was just basic survival and murdering of, of humans and and i'm going to call them zombies but we mustn't call them zombies they are not zombies yeah. but if it was just that on tv people would be very bored very quickly and so what the show has done brilliantly and beautifully and painfully is just open up some of those stories which have already been given to us by the game uh which is why it's a great a choice to adapt but it's it's just opening some of those stories up so in episode three uh ellie and joel are on their way they've just escaped boston i don't think that's a spoiler because again that happened in the game but they've escaped boston and they're going towards the character bill's place yeah it's somewhere that joel has been many many times he knows where he's going they meet a few sort of weird things on the way but of course, this is also the first time we've seen those two characters together. In the TV show, it's the first time we see those two characters taking that journey on the road, heading to, you know, hopefully salvation. And um, so that was big. Yeah. <laughs> it was big to show Joel and Ellie together and walk. And, you know, there was a shot that went out on uh, on the internet of the two, the backs of both of them looking at a, a damaged plane. Mm-hmm. I shot that. Oh, nice. Show. Which was great because we shot it and I was thinking I, I, that I literally thought, wow, that looks like a, a moment from the game. It was an empty hill, of course. We didn't. The, the plane was CG. But I remember just thinking, because, I think because it's the backs of them, it was very subjective. We were looking out at, at something important. Anyway, I think word got around and then it basically became the HBO teaser image, which is wonderful. Yeah, so that was part of the episode. And then they go to Bill and how we discover Bill is we tell his story and that's basically all i can say about that um but it's what television drama it's what hbo does really well hbo will find a a nub of story and just literally peel away those layers and it's done it on so many of their greatest shows where you you'll go off in what feels like the wrong direction but actually by the end of that episode you've learned so much more about what makes that story important and why you're watching and why, you know, human stories are so powerful to be told. So that is if I've done it well, which I hope. I know I know, game gamers, there's been a few things mentioned in the press already about gamers pot- potentially not liking the episode because it does do something different. It, it does, but I also heard that what it does different is also including something that the the game wanted to do but didn't have the chance to do it was still it was still in the realm of the last of us and the in the idea yes. of of the show but it just included you know what we didn't see from the game but it was just like well we couldn't do that but now we can you know so yeah, yeah. so i don't i mean people well hard gamers hard yeah well they will be yeah everyone's mad the thing is, I have another project which is down the road a lot, um, but it's another computer game called Dishonored, which is, uh, it's not as big as Last of Us at all. I adored it. I loved it. 
um it's a first person sort of revenge game it's slightly caricatured versions of characters they're all they've got the most amazing faces it's sort of a bit like um it's a bit steampunk uh it's it's a bit like you know the 19th century london but it's not london it's a completely new world and and there's uh have you ever heard of a, a, a thing called the count of monte cristo which is yep. an old alexandre dumas yep. Uh, bad French, sorry, apologies. But Alexandre Dumas, um, his book, and uh, it's a revenge story about this person who gets, you know, put in prison uh, and then someone takes his place. Anyway, it's similar to that. It's got that vibe of of like, you know, you've put me away, you put me in a prison and the character ex- uh, breaks out of prison, runs amok, kills loads of people spectacularly in some cases and, and goes to sort the problem out basically. But um, that game has, again, incredible levels of detail. As I say, slightly more caricature compared to the absolute raw honesty of Last of Us. But when you take something like that and make it into a show, you've got to do more than the game. And it's more obvious to me with Dishonored. The Last of Us, I played many times. um, Well, as in many sittings. I've only played the game once but I had to keep stopping because it was too much. It was too emotionally raw to to go through. I was like, this is really getting me down. I've got to stop playing. (laughs) The story pushed me to keep going back and I did finish. In fact, I think the biggest gap was quite a while, like a year. And then someone said, did you finish it? And I said, no, you've got to do it. You've got to do it. And I said, yeah, it's really sad. No, just push yourself through, push yourself through. (laughs) And I did and it was worth it. Um, But yeah, I think you can. I think the mistake people can make is by being too, too close to the original. You've got to yeah. adapt. You can't just because someone could have just rewritten the script of The Last of Us and made it as a live action, and it what wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. There would have been far too much stupid shooting and stuff, and running around and jumping up and down, and 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 you wouldn't have cared. You wouldn't have cared about which goes back to what I think about the Snyder era, which was. I don't know why I was caring. I don't know why I could see the spectacle, but I didn't care. Yeah. That should never happen. Yeah. Um, you know, so just, just say, I'm not having a go at him particularly because it's not his fault, but I just feel like um, there was a lot missing. It's a very empty set of movies compared to others that we know and love compared to Spider-Man, Spider-Man. I'm in love with Spider-Man. I just yeah. think he's, a man. it's oh, just, yeah. You know, but totally different character. They are not comparable. So yeah, the, the well also you know comes back to I guess a bit a big part of what you love, which is uh, the the human part of it. Yeah, is very yeah. human. Is very grounded. Is very much. I, I'm still at school. I want to be at school. That's what I want to do. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't want to be yeah. that, but I need to be that. But then again, yeah. my friends. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the key, the key thing for a director telling a story is, is what's it for? As in, why are we telling this story? What's in it for them as in the audience? What, why would anyone spend their time and money watching this? If, if it needs to be about something, they need to be able to relate to it. And one thing we have in common, we're all human beings. So it doesn't always feel like it sometimes, but we all go through very, very similar journeys of, yeah. of a, and and you know success and then knockbacks and all the rest of it um but yeah so you know i think that's what we dig we dig into that and there has to be a core 
because that's what drives all of us, right? Why why were any of us doing it? Why did you become a, a, an, an elite prof, uh, uh, athlete professional from being an editor? You know, we have a journey, we have an objective. Yeah. Uh, where does that come from, and why does why is it there? All of these things take place in every superhero drama. So, uh, but they are much more interesting than our lives. So, yeah, they're more know. grandiose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and they always look good with their kit off. So of course everybody is going to be interested because we've got these fine specimens of humanity trying to do the right thing by humanity, and all humanity wants to do is screw it up. Yeah. And you you have to keep asking your question: Why why are we why are they doing it? You know, um, Batman is drawn to the dark, so it feels like that's natural for him. But Superman is drawn to the light, and I think that's the thing that I didn't see with yeah. with that. Snyder yeah. I didn't see that yeah I agree I agree thank you so much I will let you go because I can go on and on and on and on and on and you'll get bored of me <laughs> but <laughs> thank you it was I, a pleasure thank you I, very much John. I enjoyed it very much it answered my question uh questions because I I I got a bunch in but I do have much more because you 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 also have so much more projects that you did that that we didn't touch on too much with like umbrella academy and that was great as well yes so thank you so, well yeah. i mean yes i i still love he sort of asked me do, you know about how did i get into that world and i sort of half answered it but basically the world of the superhero I, i've done a lot of projects which i consider to be superhero projects oh, yeah and they aren't just marvel uh, uh, but but i do i think those worlds are are great i would love to be you know perhaps considered to do something i think the movie world is probably out of my reach but certainly more of the tv stuff and you know more more uh exploring of those characters because i just love it so yeah um, but as we know james gunn is watching is listening is listening <laughs> so we know yes. we know that for sure yeah so he's james, james yeah. make yeah. it happen bring us both to yeah you can be the trainer i can be the director i'll, I'll be fine with that yeah, i'll be perfect. fine with that and and put me somewhere where, where i can die from the punch of superman Okay. <laughs> Thank you much. Hit the deck. Thank you very much. There you much. go. Thank, thank yeah. you. Have a good day. <laughs> All right. Thank All you right. so much for your time. Thank you. Um, have a good one. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jonathan. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to know more about how I can help you make fitness a sustainable lifestyle, you can reach out to me on any social media platform at Joe Gangi Trainer. Thanks again. Until next time.